Ladies and gentlemen, brand new, exciting project right now. Graham's Paul Bow, and you have basically come from Federal Charm and now created something completely new, exciting, which is already starting to heat up and create a lot of noise in the industry and on mainstream uh, radio. Tell me about the story. What's gone off? Why no Federal Charm, and why are you here right now? Oh, big, a lot to say. <laughs> um, yeah, so. Basically, this came from the ashes of, yeah, of Federal Charm, which, you know, um, disbanded in 2019. Um, fantastic experience, life-changing experience, I'd say. You know, I did, you know, did things that, you know, never imagined, but we had a few lineup changes and I think we had to really, you know, to recover from that and get a new singer and drummer in uh, was probably the biggest challenge and probably the, the best thing we did because, you know, we were flat on our... Faces basically after that with the last album, Passenger, um, and we got it, it propelled us up the ladder a little bit further. Um, yeah. But internally there was a few issues that um, couldn't be re- not resolved. Just just as bands are, there are some things that you just cannot get past. And yeah, we did our very very best. Everybody in there was super talented. We had a, you know we had it was fun if anything else, but. Um, there was something fundamentally not right um, at the core of it that you know needed to be kind of put to rest. So that was the kicker. It took me a while to kind of regroup, regather from that, and um, you know, playing the guitar, writing songs was every day, you know, every day, all day for a decade. Mm. Um, and then of the studio business and the session work and the recording studio that I work in, that took off through the pandemic. Um, it accelerated beyond mm. belief. You know, Touchwood. It was a, it was you know, it was a godsend because it kind of refocused me on another part of the industry. Uh, I put the guitar away in this case, um, stopped listening to music for a bit, as you do, and uh, just kind of dis- you know distanced myself from it just to kind of clear my head. Pandemic kicked in, lockdown. Everybody had the same problems. Every you know, everybody had to shut down. Uh, and there was obviously uncertainty. Um, but then me and Sam meeting each other 18 months ago, completely out of the blue when we just discussed, hey, it would be good to work with you. I've always wanted to work with you. He said the same to me, I said the same to him. We'd already known each other for about 10, 12 years on the scene. And he was in you know, a very successful outfit called Glass Waves, Glass Tide, sorry. Um, and we just kind of sent a demo back and forth and within a day it would it, it, I was a bit reluctant because I didn't want to go once I get into it I go full steam ahead and uh-huh. he sent me the vocals back on a track that I'd written at the end of Federal Charm that I shelved uh, just, it was literally just on a 16 track and I recorded all the music for it and I just thought I said to myself if I'm coming back out again I, I, I know this is going to be the one this track however it comes about I know it's going to be and he, he did it and he blew me away with the vocals and it reignited a fire in me to get back out there to, to, to start thrashing out songs and and me and him just got very quickly every time we come in the studio we'd have a Tuesday and we'd, it'd be like our little date night we'd be like right okay that's right so, and we'd come out with a riff tune a melody and it was just very very fun and it made me feel like I was back in the process again and we looked at each other and said Let's go for it. Let's do it. His songs have got great content. 
you know, he's writing very meaningful stuff, current stuff. You know, his lyrical content is immaculate, and it it made me enjoy it again. Mm. And and we're here. You know, we put the first song out last month, and it's just blown up. It has blown up, and it's getting played on all the major airwaves. Uh, what it needs to be, yeah. and you've got a you've got a sound that has been said. It's like the Black Keys, Royal Blood. I'd say a bit of little Thin Lizzy in there, bit of the seventies yeah. and eighties aura, but uh, not too. Oh, this has been done again, kind of uh, material. What was there any? Doubt in your mind to think, right, which direction are we going to go with this sound? Because this has been done before. It's We've just come out of this pandemic. We need something to, to go with a bang. You know, what made you feel the way, you know, you know what you did with the with the vocal and the, the, the guitars and the sound to go the direction you have? Yeah, well, it was discussed. It was, it was a subject of, you know, what, you know, what, how do we want to pitch it? You know, what is it? There's two mm. ways of thinking. It was either a just right for right for the, you know your historical fan base, and you know, for example, Federal Charm was very much in the classic rock vein. You know, it, you know, it takes like a Zeppelin, Thin Lizzy, Free, Rival Sunsy vibe, and you know, I love all that. I you know grew up with all that, and that's why Federal Charm was such a passion project. But in terms of grams and having to remold that sound we sam isn't from that cloth he's you know he's more he has a very eclectic taste so and there's only two of us in the band so to answer that question because 50 percent of the band has a, a much more eclectic not poppy um kind of you know leniency it's it more like it was more songs it was more it was more a contemporary way of approaching it, and I, and, I, and I was interested in different sounds and trying to make the guitar sound a little bit more interesting, the vocals to be more, um, I don't know, not mm. contemporary because we're not looking at anybody in that influence, but to be more uh, accessible to a different demographic. We just mm. wanted to, you know, tap into maybe a younger market because, you know, we like we do like the Royal Bloods, we do like the Black Keys, the Rackinsons, we do like the Queens of the Stone Age, mm. etc. You know, massive fans of these bands, that are, and I think we we're unable to in that previous band, but unable to tap into those riffs and those those moods. And with Sam, it gave me the ability to pull out these old songs and say, well, yeah, it, it, I can, we can hit that modern yeah. modern sound and experiment and not overproduce it. With Federal Charm, it was more raw. Um, you know, it's you know, let's pull into a Marshall stack with grams. It's it was a little bit more refined, a little bit more experimentation with sounds which I've never done before. So that's why you get that kind of more, a little bit more of a, a contemporary mix. Yes, I'm gonna uh, and again and did it with the songs then. You know, just touching on the songs. Are these the songs like you've just you know said? Uh, these are the songs that you've had lying around with Federal Charm. And you've brought them to the table and says, this is completely my new idea. And you've revamped the songs, you know, or have you just kept it exactly how you've shown the Federal Charm guys and gave it to Sam? I never gave it to the Federal Charm guys. As soon as it, okay. it was the last thing I did, it was it was supposed to be, I distinctly remember writing these songs. I had a studio in Stockport called Viaduct Studios yeah. in an old mill where we used to rehearse. Uh-huh. And we got... We got we got bought out. The pandemic shut the business down. Yeah. And then, secondly, we got 
told to leave. I then spent about three weeks in this one room with a 16 track. This is it, just after Federal and just before I got kicked out, yeah. writing 11, 12 songs. And it was those songs. So it was just after Federal without any lyrical ideas. Wow. So whatever they were, they were just literally, I will never forget it. I went in every day, 8 a.m. and I left at 8 p.m. And I just mic'd everything up and just literally, it was like, um, what do they call it? It was a like resurrection. A <laughs> yeah, it was a, yeah, it was like an outpour. Yeah. It was like an outpouring. I just I've never I've, I've not experienced it since actually. Like I was literally writing, writing, and I, I was enjoying it. I was getting like adrenaline rushes from all these ideas and it, you can't I can I can never capture that. And that's where Shut Up a Second came from in that batch. And I've got another ten eleven left on this sixteen track, so whatever comes off grams now. You'll hear a lot from these demos, bits and parts from that that heavy, intensive writing period. Oh, it's, it's great stuff. And and between you, you've got the experience. You've been there. And you've done. You've played the, the big stages. You've you've played the big occasions. So you're not going to be too overly worried about that kind of audience because you've been there and done that. And you can you can build on that. But how are you feeling with starting again and trying to grab this new? fan base do you think that the the fans of you both will follow this project has that been the kind of vibe you've got going on or are you yeah. literally building this from the ground again um i think the latter i think i think it you know i adore the, the fans that the, the, the diehard federal charm fans that were there i mean they they kept the shit afloat you know and yeah met some beautiful people and but you know when it, you know yourself these, you know, when you get into a band definitively like that, it, it can be hard to kind of swallow what the next, what the person does next. And yeah, I'll be honest with you, I've had very, very good feedback. I've also had some feedback where fans say it's just too much of of a separation of a distraction from what you did. And, and but I wish you all the best. So with that in mind, it, that would the latter would be the case. Starting from the beginning is exciting. A newer audience. Yeah. Um, I hope my old audience would would get on board because I am writing for them as well, not just for me and for a new audience. It's, yeah, I owe everything to my past because it gives you your future. So um, it, it, I think starting from the beginning feels it just it, it feels right, and that's exciting because I don't know what's to come. No, it's a good thing. It really is. And have you guys got plans already to start? hitting the road, maybe supporting or doing your own little shows first. What's the scale of, you know, what's the scale of plan? Where are you going with it? Yeah, so because the launch was successful, it's only been five weeks, we've, um, we've been on the airwaves, we've attracted label attention already. So we're in the midst of putting a deal together to um, work on the next 12 months to put in more singles with an album. Uh, I mean, 2023 start touring, so it's it's been brilliant. Um, you're calling me now, and I've just been on the phone an hour ago to a label that we uh, are interested, and in. it's exciting to get those calls, and it's exciting. So it's nice to be getting approached saying, "We're like, what are you doing again? Well done for you know dusting yourself off with it, you know." And so we're just going to be careful there and make sure that we are. Uh, the next steps is the right steps. <laughs> ah, so, yeah. I was just going to say this, you know, you're getting the attention. It's an amazing, you know, and, and you've been around the block enough to know if whether this is BS or not when people do approach yeah. you and if they're in it for the right reasons. And obviously you've just said you want, you're going to take your time and pick out 
the things what's going to be good for you yeah, guys and the right time. choice, which yeah. is an amazing thing. And it's really, really exciting to see the project coming together and seeing the uh, the the feedback from from social media about your single, and just to see something fresh and. It's basically there, the, the, you know. It says what it is on the tin. You, you've 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 worked your your backsides off for many many years. You've stopped. You've you've taken time away, and you've had the balls and guts to come out and start getting the ball rolling again. And it's with hard work, and you, it, you are proof that that can happen. And I take it that you've got more singles ahead of you, ready to release, and look forward to it. So you know, what's what's the what's the plan for the music wise? Are we going to get this album sorted out and get it launched? What's what, what's going to happen yeah. regarding? This. So yeah, so depending on what, on you know, on who you know, what house you know, who we we home our material with, and you know, I think me and Sam have speaking about Sam. We want to, mm. you know, we want to put, you know, we want to put a, a few more singles out. At least to complete. Again, that's a good question because Federal Charm was album cycle. It was write, record, tour, and we did that every year, every two years, and. I don't think with this one, the whole model of it feels different. Mm. We just, like Sam said something quite important the other day. He said, you know, focusing on a, a single musically instead of being, you know, having been told you've got 12 songs to do now for an album, that's a different focus point. It's like you, you can, you've got to focus on 11 tracks at once. And I always be used to that. But with this, what Sam and what we're talking about now is dropping a few singles build up the momentum to show our sound and our growth earlier. But what is good is we're just focusing on that song. And that, for me, is good and a strange feeling at the same time. So I definitely think we're going to be putting an EP on album out um, within the year. And the definitive idea is to definitely get on the road. But be strategic with that. You know, we're both not in a position now where we're not in, we're not in a position to, we don't want to be, we can't sustain playing 150 shows a year crammed in a van it's it, it's not something that we can, that is sustainable now we want we want to take our time with the growth and try and build on it not, not in a snail's pace but in a strategic way no, that's great it really is I'm excited to see this get off the road you know and see what happens and, and see see it all come together because like you've just mentioned, it's great we can just focus on that one thing because you can put your time in it. And then again, you don't have to overdo things and you don't have to overcomplicate things. Whereas with the album, sometimes, like you said, when you've got this pressure on to do so many songs, you're rushing the product and you don't want to because you want to make it as quality as you can. Andy, yeah. And it's great and it's brilliant that you've done that. And I love that you've got that rain right now and you do, you know, you've got the opportunity to do that before you do sign with the label because that's going to be happening. You can tell that right now what's going to be going down. But I've got to say thank you for joining me. And again, for everybody that is uh, interested in this all the social media pages are up and running it's all the information's there your music's on there the, the, the major airwaves it's great stuff thank you for talking to me Paul nice one cheers appreciate it thanks for calling